0: Welcome to another episode of What's Your Face Story. Are you struggling with hormonal symptoms? Are you aching? Are you not sleeping enough? Or are you not sleeping at all? Uh, Today's guest, Kathy White, Kathy White Yoga Studios, she is going to help us through knowing what's best, what to do next, and What kind of yoga is best for stiff joints, or maybe bloating, or maybe irritation? And she went through exactly that before she developed her. Um, uh, specialty yoga got training in a specific method of doing yoga for that very reason so anyone after 40 should definitely come on and listen to us journey of yoga
1: started way back when i've been a yoga teacher for a long time but when i in my 40s what started to happen was all these perimenopausal symptoms insomnia hot flushes bloating and for me the big thing that the hormones started to create in my system was joint pain Mm. and and this was rather embarrassing actually because there I was a yoga teacher and it's like whoops, you know, I, I can't, I go, I, ow, this is hurting. I can't sit cross leg because my knees sore. My spine is 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 messed up. My, oh, it was just, I was really, really frustrated and quite depressed about it. I stopped teaching for a while. And then I came across, as you say, this method from Brazil. I didn't actually go to Brazil. I went to Toronto because the teacher had come up from Brazil. He trained in this t- method called Cayute. And from that, my joints started to get so much better. So I would say I'm 58 now, and my body is probably in better shape than it was when I was 48.
0: That's interesting. Did you change anything else, um, like your diet or...? Um, little little bits for sure I
1: mean I definitely um eat very little dairy these days I eat very little wheat these days and I eat very little sugar these days so that has changed but I think it's it's funny Yolanda because you know when people make it a lifestyle change like if they do your facial yoga for example if they they do your your workouts then that's one step towards feeling better within themselves and then the next step presents itself and they make a choice and then the next step presents itself and make a choice and i think that's how it's been for me i'm sure it's probably how it is for you you know where you stack start stacking yes good behaviors one on top of the other that is for better lifestyle and, health.
0: And, and it is because once you start feeling better you're, you you have more energy and more willpower to go and find more of the same. Exactly,
1: exactly. So whether it's diet, whether it's nutrition, whether yeah. it's yoga, yeah. exercise, whatever it is that you're doing, it, it, it sort of snowball. It has its own momentum. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, I've noticed that uh, sometimes when uh, people come to me and their face looks much older than their body – Um, I noticed that, and we address many aspects of their health, not just the skin, because sometimes the emotions can uh, wreak havoc on our body. So it shows on the face. And this is why we're calling um, this, the, the title of this podcast is what's your face story? Because whether it's yoga, whether it's emotional support, or nutrition, or face exercising, it is all the same. It affects Mm -hmm. our body, our energies. So, Kathy, mind, body, spirit. Mind, body is connected, right? So, Kathy, I also know that um, you include uh, meditation into your uh, routine, Uh, what type of meditation is the easiest uh, to do for average person who doesn't really like, like some people just don't like to sit and and meditate?
1: Yeah, I mean, the way I I bring it to people is like most of my students probably don't even realize they're meditating (laughs) because... I basically place them into my class or they come into my class. I don't put them in my class. They come into my class and I place them into a state of meditation by simply asking them to focus on their breath and to slow everything down. And to then when they move, they're making a movement and being very mindful of how they're, they're making their movement. So it's not so much about the movement. We're not interested really in the particular shape of a pose because there's so many different angles and degrees. And depending on your body, history, injuries, illness, whatever, you may be able to go into a pose to a certain degree and you may be able to go into a pose to a, a different, lesser degree. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you stay connected to the breath and that you stay really mindful of how you move. So that's in the yoga class. But then when you come out of the yoga class, the same as if you did sit on a cushion for half an hour doing a breathing meditation. When you stand up, that's when the practice really begins, because you want to go and make a cup of tea and you want to make it mindfully. You want to walk to the post office to post a letter and you want to be mindful with every step. You want to notice your surroundings, connect with the breath, connect with the sky, the earth, the, the ground beneath your feet, feel every step that you take. And that, that that is so liberating because you're not distracted living in the past or the future or busy thinking about this, that and the other that you have to do for work, for your family, for, you know. Life is so chaotic and busy, and especially today's modern world with so much information flying around, that to do a meditation that actually, you know, when you drive in your car, if you stop at a stop sign, you see that sign? It says stop. Stop. <laughs> Take a breath. Yeah. And then yeah. drive
0: Yeah, I'm hopeful that this uh, COVID reset kind of put a different angle on our lives. Uh, We are more appreciative of what's surrounding us and appreciating the families or friends that we are with. We don't ignore them by picking up the phone and or looking at the text messaging while at the dinner table. So I'm very hopeful and I think what we are doing with the podcast on on online classes. Um, Many of the wellness professionals have um, Zoom classes and those are very, very helpful and those are very beneficial for people who are still not comfortable moving around so much or those who got used to doing things at home so the uh, diy methods came came a long way and we're back to doing things for ourselves some yoga um, classes are not uh, beneficial for us because we treat them like a fitness kind of class rather than the whole meditative um movements class is that right what would you how would you compare your classes to the other
1: yeah I mean I think you know I just I just want to really deeply respect other yoga traditions and practices and everyone who's you know drawn to the tradition of yoga which is a 5,000 year old tradition 2,000 years since patanjali wrote the yoga sutras i mean it's it's an ancient ancient practice and i just want to honor everyone who is drawn to this practice now the problem is with yoga is that it's been almost hijacked by the fitness industry but what's happened is that people who are teaching yoga are kind of f- hearing the noises of the fitness industry and say oh yeah well we could make this into a bit of a routine, we could do, you know, three back bends, and then forward flex, and then do do, do this, and then lift that. And then before you know it, you've got a workout, and you've left what the essence of yoga is. And the essence of yoga is really about calming the nervous system, because that's when health and healing happen. I'm sure you know, Yolanda, with your own clients that, when the body is at rest, when the nervous system is calmed, when you're in the parasympathetic mode of the nervous system, that is when healing and restoration happens. Absolutely, that, yes. That's the beauty of yoga. So you're not going to, if you're busy working out, fitness, boop, 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 moving this, that, and the other, you're actually infusing your body with adrenaline, with you know all the energy hormones, but that's not for healing. That's for something else. It it helps with cardiovascular. It helps with circular. But actually for healing, yoga is where it is because yoga provides this container for rest. If it's taught in the tradition that I believe the ancient yogis wanted it to be taught. And that rest is where you actually connect then to the universe connect to spirit whatever you want to call that for non-religious people it, it it's it's universal this sense of connection that yoga gives and yoga actually means to connect that's the root of the word to yoke to connect to join to unify so we're connecting all those different separate parts of ourselves and going okay here i am breathe let's just be with myself.
0: Yes, exactly. So injuries uh, or other things can happen with it, it, the yoga that is practiced incorrectly because you can overstretch your muscles too. And Absolutely. I, I have seen my own clients who came in to me and they were complaining about joint aches after yoga classes. So Yes. But um, I wanted to uh, just bring back that relaxation and how important it is in every practice that we do, uh, yoga, Pilates, even the gym. We should not be really on the phone, just focusing on what we're doing. Every cell in a body has its own nervous system, so it can work independently, but it works as a whole, one whole body when i have someone who is so stressed and tight uh, and thinking of million things that i need to do after the facial their mask does not absorb just want you to know whatever you do and invest in yourself to get healthier you need to completely let go for that time the, the yoga that i teach
1: is is very much based on the joints because what happens in our joints, is that, especially as we age, and as people start to approach, you know, menopause, and men go through changes too, even though they're not having such drastic hormonal changes as women, but the joints are very much where we start to feel our age, and so what happens, though, is that people think, oh, I'm really stiff, I'll stretch my muscles, so they go into this, like, oh, stretch, 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 and Rather than thinking, okay, I'm really stiff, let me open my joints. And there's a big difference. Because if you're stretching muscles on stiff joints, you're just going to create instability. Whereas if you open the joint, the muscle will naturally start to elongate because it'll go, oh, this is an open joint, I have to accommodate the degree with the range of motion that this joint now has. But for example, the calves, calf muscles, most people think, oh, I've really, really stiff calf muscles. It's tight, tight, tight. You know, I can't put my heel down, whatever. Now that stiff calf muscle is actually a reflection of an ankle restriction. And most of us, most modern bodies have ankle restrictions because we don't squat, we don't get down on our heels. We don't, you know, if you see people in other cultures who sit on the floor and squat on the floor, their ankles are way, way, way more open than the average Western body. But what people say is like, oh, I need to stretch my calf, I need to stretch my calf. No, you don't. You need to open
0: your ankle. Okay, so give give us an idea what does it mean, open, Versus to to open your ankle, you would have have your legs up the wall
1: and then bring your toes down towards your shins, bring your toes down towards your forehead. Keep your heels on the wall, but just flex the feet so that the feet are are pointing down and you're going to get right inside the ankle um, to, to have to do that. That's one simple pose that you can see the degree with which your ankle is stiff.
0: Perfect. So it's mindfulness and it's being aware. Yeah. Very good. And that is very helpful. Kathy, you have Zoom classes, you have membership and you have yoga studio that that people can come and visit you. Yeah. Well, if if
1: I'm on Vancouver Island, so anyone visiting Vancouver Island is a beautiful part of the world in British Columbia, Canada. And my studio is in the basement of my home. It's beautiful, big studio, um, lots of lights, lots of, um, yeah, wooden floors, lovely. And if you can't come to Vancouver Island, then you can do the next best thing, which is join on Zoom. I have Zoom international students zooming in from New Zealand, from Bermuda, from Germany, from the UK, um, all coming in to join me online. And those classes happen four times a week. So, you know, usually they fit in some time zone somewhere that you can come at least once. Are they they live classes? They're live. Yeah, they're Zoom classes live. Yeah. And the other option, as you mentioned, Yolanda, is the uh, membership area. And that's where I take all the recordings of my classes I package them up, I put them onto my membership site so people can join as a member and then they have access to my recordings. Now, one thing I should say about listening to my recordings is that I really encourage people not to uh, watch. Like I don't demonstrate. When I teach, I don't demonstrate with my own body.
0: That's interesting.
1: It's really interesting. (laughs) Now, I don't demonstrate with my own body because A, it doesn't help you seeing my body, I, I have a, a body that's been do- doing yoga for 25 years longer Been teaching yoga for 23 years. That's not going to help you if you look at my body and you've never done yoga before and you're, you know, 45 years old and feeling pretty stiff. It's, it just, it's, gonna, it's gonna upset you and put you off, right? Because there'll be that comparing mind, which is very hard to get out of. So I don't show you what my body can do. I just give you instructions for what you can try to move your body, the shape that you might want to try and move your body towards. And I always give you step-by-step, step, try this and then this and then this. Some of you will be able to do this, some of you will be able to do that, all good and i'm giving those verbal instructions so when people join membership they get those audio classes there are some videos because it does help sometimes to go i'm not sure what this actually would look like but once you've got the visual and you've got the idea of a pose and they're not complicated poses they're really 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 simple then you can go back and you can close your eyes and you can have an, a whole hour listening with your eyes closed and moving your body. And it's beautiful. It's moving meditation.
0: That's very interesting. I've never heard of uh, uh, audio practice, but that's very good, yes.
1: If people just want to download my joint renewal guide, just which is a guide to this kind of yoga and how it can help you become more supple, increase your range of mo- motion and movement, and And get rid of those aches and pains in the body. Then just go to my website kathywhiteyoga.com, and there's a free download. You can get the joint renewal guide um, free. Just put in your email so I know where to send it. and you can you can get that up.
0: Perfect. And we can also find you on the Facebook so yes, yes. Fa-
1: all the usual socials, Kathy White yoga, um, that's you can find me. Yes. yes,
0: I would. I would love to join. I know you started lives uh, on your Facebook. I would love to join you sometime for my facial workouts. Yeah, I would you.
1: love to have you, Yolanda. You're very welcome to come onto well, my Facebook live. Um, that that would be brilliant. Yeah, and share what you do with the with the face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll definitely have something to talk about. And, uh, I really enjoyed this conversation, a very unique, uh, practice of yoga. And, uh, I wish everybody just try to look into, um, doing something so that you're not constantly, uh, stressed out, um, or living in the future or the past we have to live in the now. And this is the only way to change the world. So if we want to change the world, we need to change ourselves. Perfect. So
1: thank you so much, Yolanda. And just one final pose that I would give everyone to, to take home with and do. And I know you agree with this one completely because we talked about it earlier. And that's the smile pose. Oh yes. <laughs> So everyone just put a smile on your face right now, even if you don't feel like smiling, if, you, if you've had a grumpy day at work, or if you're fed up with your kids or your dog has done something then just smile anyway and it's amazing how that can rejuvenate how it can calm you down
0: how it helps all the muscles and i say fake it until you make it you are lifting the corners of your lips and you are stimulating happy chemicals in your brain you're just gonna feel good and you're gonna have a better uh, outlook on the day or Or night, whatever it's going to be. So smile, that's your practice for the end of our show.
1: Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends.